Amen. That was some good playing there. Thank you. How many people um, came to the Fall Festival Sunday? Rats. I can't preach that message. <laughs> hey, that was only only eight minutes. I bet you wish I would. <laughs> well, I tell you, I'm so excited about this. Don't I say that every time I do? I'm excited about this one because it kind of goes along with that message. You know, we are in the time of harvest right now. And the harvest teaches us many things. So tonight we're going to talk about the laws of the harvest. So if you would stand with me, we're going to look at the book of Galatians chapter 6. We're going to read 7 to 9, that's all. And we are going to glean five laws of the harvest and I think you will appreciate this. Everybody there? Uh-oh, she said, no, she'll tell you now. Don't ask her, she'll tell you. <laughs> she said, well, that's a good thing She will tell you. You asked me a question. There you go. There you go. So, all right, she's there now. Anybody else need to wait? All right, here we go. Galatians chapter 6, verse 7 to 9. And I like the way it starts off. It says, Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh, shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the Spirit, shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Let's pray. Father God, it's once again that we come to this appointed time to hear from you. Lord God, as we sit in anticipation to hear from your word today, Lord God, I pray that I decrease and you increase. Lord, I pray they not see me, but they see thee. So Lord God, open every eyes and hearts today to your word. And Lord God, our prayer always is that we're not just hearers. Help us to be doers as well. For it's in Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Wow. So God starts off and says, be not deceived. The first law I want you to get is we sow, no, we reap if we sow. Okay, so that's the first one. I hope you're taking notes. The first one, we reap if we sow. What that is saying, if you never sow a seed, you can never get nothing back from it. Is that right? You know, God puts it this way. He said if a man doesn't work, he doesn't what? He doesn't eat. So he requires that you do some labor. He requires that you do some work. Is that right? If you don't believe, you know, I like what I'm preaching tonight because even non-believers will believe this. You know, non-believers always tell you what goes around what? They know that. But do we know it? You know, let's say for example, if you never deposited any money in the bank and you try to go get some out, I'll see you in 20 years. Um, you're not coming out of there. 
So you must sow into it, and God promises that you will reap. So isn't that a great promise that God gives us? He says, if we sow, we will reap. So that's very simple. And the good thing is, is God gives the increase. You know, um, the scripture says this um, from Corinthians. Let me get to it here. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6. It says, I have planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So uh, the good news is, as long as you do your part, God will do his part. Isn't that good? So he promised us that we can reap if we sow. So that is the first law of the harvest. Now this next one is pretty simple. We really know this one. You already know it, but I'll give it to you. We reap what we sow. We reap what we sow. Let's say, for example, I'm a farmer, and I want to grow an orange tree. Do I need, what, I need to plant what kind of seeds? Oh, but if I plant an orange tree, I want to get apples. Is that going to work? You reap what you sow. So think about it on the flip side. If you're treating someone bad, what do you think is going to happen to you? That's right. You're going to be treated bad also. So whatever you sow is exactly what you're going to get. You know, the Bible puts it this way. Let's look at verse um, 8. It says, For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the Spirit shall reap life everlasting. You can't sow to the flesh and think you're going to get a spiritual blessing. That's what's wrong today. We have Christians trying to live carnally, and that means worldly and fleshly, and want God to bless us. God tells you, He says, be not deceived. Don't fool yourself. He said, if you're doing this, you're going to reap the same kind that you planted. Does that make sense? You know, um, he lists a couple of things here of the flesh. If you look, get a chance, you need to take a look at this. Galatians chapter 5, verse 19 to 21. Now listen to this. It says the works of the flesh. And I mean, this list is long. Let's take a look at this list. He said, if you are doing these things, you are going to reap corruption. And he says adultery. That's sexual sins. Fornication. Uh, between Sexual sins, unmarried. Uncleanliness, that's impurity. Lasciviousness, that's sensuality. Idolatry. I bet you didn't know idolatry includes... I mean, it's worship of idols. We know that. Anything we put before God is an idol. Witchcraft. Did you know witchcraft involves sorcery and also drugs? Witchcraft. This is why I forbid my kids to watch Harry Potter. Harry Potter. 
You know, whenever you are letting your kids watch Harry Potter, you are planning into them. Think about it. What are you planning in your kids? And then 10 years later, you're going to figure out what's wrong with the knucklehead. You done planted all this stuff in them. It's going to come out. Really? What are you planning in your kids? Take time to see what your kids are involved. Because their mind is open, ours is too. And we're just dumping stuff in our minds. We're talking about the works of the flesh. And they talk about hatred, variance, that's strife, emotions, that's rivalry, jealousy, wrath, that's temper, strife, seditions, heresies, envying, that's coveting, murders, drunkenness, and railvings. These are all works of the flesh. And the Bible says you will reap corruption. Wow. But the good news about these laws of the harvest, there's always a flip side. He said at the latter end of the verse, it says, He that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. So this is good. If we sow good, we get good. This is awesome. What a great promise that God gives us. Now let's look at Galatians 5, 22-23. Now notice, the, I like the vernacular here, it says the fruit of the Spirit. Don't miss that. The other one was the works of the flesh, it was plural. But the fruit of the Spirit, you have one Spirit. And it will produce all of these fruits. You know, my son's, you know, is, you know, dating a girl, you seeing her? And I say, look, she's pretty, yeah, she's pretty. But I'm like, what fruits is she bearing? Get your Bible and see if she measures up. Because whenever you make that commitment, you're in for the long haul. If she's not producing these fruits now, it's not going to be good. <laughs> Does that make sense? So let's take a look. Love. This is agape love. Joy. That inward peace and sufficiency. Long-suffering. Does she quit? Does she have patience? Does she have an endurance? Gentle. She's gentle. You ever seen somebody... You're just scared to go up to them. They jump on you. Man, that's not, a, that's not the spirit, folks. If they're doing that, they're operating in the flesh. Then it asks... It says, goodness... That's love in action. Faith. Meekness. Meekness is that subdued strength. I love meekness. You can do it, but you control yourself. And then temperance. That's self-control. So that's what God is talking about. He's saying that you reap what you sow. So that's, pretty, so that's the second law. The next one is true, you'll know this one, is we reap more than we sow. If a farmer just planted one seed and only got that one thing back, it's probably not going to be worth his time, is it? No. But when he plants, he gets multiple things. 
Anybody ever plant a watermelon seed? That little one watermelon seed will produce what? A watermelon. Several of them. And each one of those watermelons have seeds in it. So think about it. If you planted that one seed, produce a watermelon, it has hundreds of seeds. You take those seeds out and plant it, it's going now, isn't it? You reap more than you sow. Now the bad news. <laughs> if that's true, here's um, a little adage that I picked up here. It says, sin will take you further than you want to go. Is that true? You'll, you'll look at it and say, alright, I'm just going to do a little bit of dirt. And before you know it, you're sucked in. Isn't that right? First, I'm going to start with a little glance. Then you start looking. And every time you're getting closer. If you think about David, David started out looking at Bathsheba. And then it snowballed. He broke all, all of the second Ten Commandments. He broke all five of them. Every one of them. Sin will take you further than you want to go. And sin will keep you longer than you want to stay. And the last one, sin will cost you more than you want to pay. Sin will take you places you don't want to go. And it will cost you a lot. Now if you think about... So that's the bad news. But the good news... You reap more than you sow. Anybody ever see, heard of a mustard seed? The Bible says if you had faith, what? The size of a mustard seed. How many people seen a mustard seed? My wife has one. And a little necklace. I'm like, that little thing can't possibly do anything. But the Bible says it will produce, it'll be one of the one the largest herb trees ever if you plant that mustard seed. So God saying, if you had the faith the size of a mustard seed, it will produce great things. You reap more than you sow. So when we have a little faith and sow our faith in God, it will grow to be magnificent. You know, I like Psalms 23. Everybody probably remember this one. He says, my cup runneth over. He will always give you more so that you can bless others. Think about that. He will always give you more so you can bless others. Now, think about this one. Also, it says, where sin abound, grace did much more abound. So, it overcame sin. Grace will always overcome sin. So, that's number three. The fourth one is, we reap in proportion as we sow. So you may think that is a contradiction, don't you? Well, the first one is, what we said, you reap more than you sow. God controls the increase. So God is controlling that. 
But this one here is you have the control. So you reap in proportion to as you sow. You're looking at me strange, you don't believe me. Take a look at 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6. Let's take a look at it. Second Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6. Are we there? He says, but, I, but this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly. He that soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. So he's giving you some control there. You ever seen someone stingy? Oh, it was time to collect some money or put some money in a fund or something. Here's a dollar. But they want the Lord to bless them. They want, they want the Lord to give them tons of money, but they're only giving out a little. You'll find out that a lot of people that are rich give a lot of their money away. Is that right? Yeah. Because they know this principle. I'm telling you, unsaved people know these principles, these laws of the harvest. If we Christians will do it what God says we can be blessed also now here's the last one we reap later than we sow is that true? we reap later than we sow it's not like jack and a beanstalk we plant some seeds and the next morning we think we're going to get a, get a crop no it takes time. And this is what's wrong with our society and young folks today. They don't want to work hard. They simply think they're entitled. And then they say, hey, I, I you know, start a job. I want to be the president. No. <laughs> you have to start at the bottom and learn. You have to invest your time. You have to learn. And then your harvest will come. God says that the harvest will take time. Think about this. God says this. Actually, let's read it. Verse 9. And he says, And let us not be weary. For sometimes, as we're doing the Christian work, we get weary. Why? Because we put that load on our back. We have to give it to God. He says, and be not weary in well-doing. So now, if he tells you be not weary in well-doing, what do you think the opposite of that is? Be weary in bad-doing. <laughs> if you're doing bad, you should beware. He's giving you a warning. But he says, be not weary in well-doing, because listen to this. For in due season ye shall reap if ye faint not. Now that's the question, the due season. Seasons take time. How many seasons do we have? 
Four seasons. So, it takes time. God is working on you and you have to trust Him through the seasons. And then as you trust Him, He said, if you don't faint, He will bless you. Many a time, God is about to bless us and we faint. Isn't that true? We've been working and toiling for a long time. We don't see nothing happening. And then we say, hey, we're going to help you, Lord. We're going to do something. And then you mess it up. As soon as you put your hands on it, you mess it up. You are having faith in God, but then you're going to help God and mess it up. God doesn't need your help. He wants your faithfulness. And as you're faithful to Him, He will take care of you. God wanted to get us to the point where we totally rely on Him. And the problem is, we don't want to totally rely on Him. We want to do it ourselves. So your harvest is coming if you are patient and that you don't faint. You know, here's another scripture I want to um, read to you. Philippians chapter 3, and it's verse 13 to 14. And here's what I want to remind you about your harvest. Hopefully this will encourage you. Philippians chapter 3, 13 to 14. It says, brethren. Who is he talking to? Exactly. He says, I count not myself to have apprehended. But this one thing I do. Forgetting those things which are behind Folks, you better get that. Oh God, that's so good. We are so stuck in the past of what someone did to us, what someone said, and we never forgive that person. You can't move forward that way. You are in bondage. But he said, I forget those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. Ooh, And I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus. You know, when you plant, when that farmer plants, he's looking for that harvest. And when that harvest comes in, it's great. And that's why he can get it and celebrate. I want to say to you tonight is that you can't do anything about your past harvest. They're gone. But what you can do today is plant a good seed. And if you plant a good seed today, you know that God will bless it. So I want to encourage you today is plant a good seed and see God grow that seed. So let's review these laws of the harvest. This was a short message here. It says, the first one was, we reap if we sow. Okay, so that means we got to do some work. Then number two was, we reap what we sow. So whatever we're reaping, that's what we're going to sow. I mean, whatever we sow, that's what we're going to reap. And the next one is, we reap 
more than we sow. That's the part that God controls. And then we reap in proportion as we sow. That's the part that we control. And then we reap later than we sow. So did you think you can get all that from the harvest? All of that. Isn't that good? That's good. I got time to redo my one from Saturday, Sunday. Y'all want to hear that one? I'm serious. I wasn't joking. Y'all want to hear that one? Who, who want to hear that? Who wasn't here? Who wasn't here? Oh, it's not enough, people. Get with me. <laughs> but he's, but all, in all seriousness, please, whenever I bring these sermons, I mean like... When I was asked to speak Sunday evening, that was awesome. I tell you, I just really enjoyed that. And then I'm like, what I want to talk about, it was harvest time. Gosh. And God gave us a great little message. And then I wanted to figure out what I'm going to talk about here. He says the laws of the harvest. Help the people see that they can get a new start. You can plant good today and God will bless it. So remember, you, these are great because they have negative things to them. But look at it from the positive side and let God use you mightily in his work. The laws of the harvest. I'm done. All right. If you would, we'll all stand and we'll close out. Father God, it's once again that we come in the mighty name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Lord, we just thank you for your word today. Lord God, have you told us about the laws of the harvest? Lord God, even the world knows these laws of the harvest. Our prayer is tonight, Lord God, that we as Christians, Lord God, will take heed to these laws of the harvest and apply it in our lives. Lord God, we're sorry for the harvest, Lord God, that had we left in the ground, Lord God, and we didn't reap. Maybe we fainted, Lord God, maybe we weren't faithful enough. But Lord God, tonight we're asking that you help us, Lord, to plant that good seed. And Lord, we know that you will bless it. So Lord God, bless everyone as they go to their destinations tonight. And Lord, we'll give your name all the honor and praise. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You know, there's a song.